I'm going to save all of my cool moves until the story really reaches its, uh, its <laughs> pinnacle. So I'm just going to go. So I stabbed a guy in the belly button mm-hmm. and he's already praying to his mother. He's he's hurting. He's okay. hurting. Then I'm just going to finish, finish the job. Okay, great. Put him out of his misery. Um, I would like to do a flourish with my wrist and it doesn't really do anything. It just looks really cool. Cool. And then poke him in the throat. Great. Uh, you can roll advantage on that because he is he is still in so much pain that basically like you're just zoroing the shit out of him. Good thing I have that. Oh god. Well, I rolled a three and a four, so okay. I will take the four. All right. So- and it would be a twelve to hit. Okay. Uh, uh, simply because he is he is in the position he's in, you do manage to hit him. Thank god. Uh, but you're going to do half damage. Seems fair. Um, so 11 was the total roll, so 5 or 6. Five. Yeah, I'll give you 6. Okay. And uh, and then we are to that particular henchman who has just been both stabbed and flourished. Uh, he just is, like, crying. Um, he turns to Grayson and says, I, I thought you said this was going to be easy, man. I thought you said this was going to be easy. And he kind of coughs a little bit and some blood coughs up. And then he just sort of like tries to stand and collapses like a boxer who is really trying to fight a knockout but can't quite. Um, so he doesn't take a turn. So we are back to uh, Grayson because uh, Flint is paralyzed. Wait, what can I do to become unparalyzed? Don't I get to roll constitution saving throw each time it's my turn yeah you i'll let yeah okay i'll let you roll a constitution saving throw you have to beat a 14 uh 15 okay great so you you are you are no longer paralyzed you you suddenly you you basically like hulk power your way to being able to move your arms and you're like yes okay great so during my paralyzation i have an internal dialogue uh (laughs) with uh copa and Mm -hmm. Can't, can't you cast something to help me out of this? Oh, please, Flint. You you can just hulk your way out of this, according to the narrator. <laughs> it's true. And then I do. Copermoran told the truth. Uh, so, yeah, so you, you have broken free from that. Uh, Grayson now is uh, is pretty pissed at Tedzin for, for wasting one of his two people. Uh, so he is going to uh, cast... Grayson's magic missile, which is a special kind that he learned himself, and he says this. He says, "Oh, sirs, sirs, I, I, I've been practicing a very special kind of magic missile just for you. You can ring the bell, and I'll cast it twice." I bet he uh, was practicing in his room while the rest of us were on dates. Oh! Hey! <laughs> yeah, I make direct eye contact and I say, "I, I just say ew." Grayson Grayson looks suddenly very sad because he thought it was a winning thing that he just said, and then and then he casts uh, he casts this spell, uh, which he critically fails oh. on. So the uh, typical Grayson, classic Grayson. He Grayson Grayson goes to cast magic missile, and for some reason, like he like hits his he hits his hand on the ar- on the wheel of the the ship, and the ship wheel turns a little bit and flips his arm back at himself. Uh, doing, let's see, so, uh, nine. Oh, wait, that's the wrong dice. <laughs> okay. Four. Got this. <laughs> this part <Eight>. too. <laughs> Dude, he does ten damage to himself. What? <laughs> yeah. 
Grayson, oh, Grayson. doing damage. Your mom was right. She said you do damage to yourself if you keep practicing with your magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, Catholicism does work. <laughs> the the uh, arrowed henchman is now up on his feet, and he is he is ready to go. So he pulls a crowbar out, um, and he's going to take a swing uh, at at uh, at Flint real quick. Um, And he gets a f- he rolls a fourteen. Uh, that misses. Okay, he he misses with that crowbar. Uh, it, it gets kind of jammed in the doorway a little bit, but he's able to pull it free quickly, so he won't be he won't be restrained on the next turn. Um, that brings us uh, back to uh, it's it's on to Tedzin again. I honestly d- don't know how this poor soul is still living. He's collapsed, right? Uh, he is he is on the ground and he is kind he's writhing in pain but he keeps trying to get back up because he's like I'm going to live I am going to live through this but even if I have to kill do these it. guys Aww. it's clear though it's clear from the look on his face that he did not intend to kill anybody today Aww. I'm inspired I'm moved so I'm going to let him writhe in pain on the floor for a little while longer so we can enjoy this life that he insists on living and then go after the guy with the crowbar. Okay. Go after that crowbar guy. Uh, 18. You hit. Doing 12 damage. Doing 12 damage. All right. The the, uh, arrowed crowbar wielder uh, just doubles back when, when you hit him and he's dazed and just spinning around for a second um it, it reaches for his face uh there's clearly a, a a bleeding head wound going on and he's kind of he's he's looking like he's seeing stars on another note there's like an amazing echo when you roll a die <laughs> it's it's uh, it, it sounds they're really epic. good die <laughs> they're actually one foot across <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very epic i'm into it thank you uh, Wizard's Chest on Broadway, ladies and gentlemen. You can get all sorts of that over there. Uh, Wizard's Chest, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Please Shameless reach, plug. Reach Nate at A Vague Idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so the the uh, other henchman, um, so the, the crowbar henchman is now down. The other henchman is is barely uh, finished writhing, and, and Grayson is now just like, Finished writhing. Why, why, why couldn't you just let me do this? I wasn't going to hurt anyone. I just needed to get to Luminera, and I needed to make my... I just needed to get what I needed to get. I don't have time to speak to you about this. I know I normally give away too much information. <laughs> I am not going to do it right now. That is just how this is going to be. Surprisingly uncharacteristic that he withheld that information. Okay, Grayson, so let's be clear about your plan. Your plan was to... Hijack a ship headed to Luminera and direct it to Luminera. He's a goddamn genius. You don't you you, you could you couldn't even begin to understand the depths the depths of my desperation. Uh, I, uh, Grayson is Grayson is kind of upset with your sass mouth, and he decides to cast Grayson's magic missile again. Oh, brother! Uh, so Grayson has rolled uh, he has rolled a a uh, let's see a twenty a twenty two. What's your AC? Uh, enough to get hit by a 22. <laughs> okay. So you are going to be hit by Grayson's magic missile. Uh, <laughs> I just shake my head in disapproval. In public. I'm so sorry. Oh, wait, no. Uh, 
it'll do six or wait, yeah, it'll do uh, eleven damage. So you you take eleven damage from Grayson's magic missile, uh, which it hurts just like a regular times. magic missile. Is that emotional but damage or physical damage? It's the thing is is great when Grayson's magic missile hits you. It really is like trying to be like, hey, so I, I'm really I'm really sorry about this. I'm Dear just about God. to hit you. <laughs> So this this beam of light with kind of Grayson's face on it just like smashes into you, uh, doing <laughs> doing that damage. Um, I'm less hurt and more annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I believe we're back to you. Okay, so I'm going to cast cure wounds to the guy who is pissed at Grayson. Okay. And to do so, I'll do it without any pause in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I reach over and touch. I say, "Hey, hey, buddy, what's your name?" Uh, it, it's it's Frank. Uh, Frank. Uh, my name, my my name's my name's <laughs> my name my my name's Frank uh, Karenson. <laughs> I, I'm 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 one of I'm Karen Senior's son. But look, I've been in a lot of trouble. I just I I thought this would be a, 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 a easy easy money, man. Frank, do you have a Karen at home to take care of you? No, that that would be weird. That would be like fucking my mom. I I have I have a Sue at home. Oh. <laughs> With their health plans, you're never going to survive this. Well, she's 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 she was on my insurance until I got laid off from the from the Iron Mountain plant. It it's look, it's a whole thing. I just this like, is why Lumiere needs universal health care. This this hurts a lot, man. Like my 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 chest and my throat and and my and my belly button. Like I'm bleeding all over. This is this is bad. I'm just. Oh, I don't even know. This guy just wanted like he just wanted a cure or something. I don't know what's going on. I just figured he's British. He can't be. He can't be like on. He can't be anything but on the up and up, right? What's British? I thought Brit- Brits are always the villain. <laughs> if if <laughs> theater has taught me one thing, so I reach down and I I lay a hand on Frank's wounds, Frank Karenson's wounds, and uh, heal him for nine health points. And I say, Frank, buddy, let's do some work. Oh man, yeah, that, that's the stuff, man. I got to tell you that I feel, I feel real good. I am out of here. And uh, Frank gets up, and he's like, "Thank you so much." He gives, he gives you a pat on the shoulder. He's like, <laughs> "We stop the fight. We just hug it out." <laughs> hey, like, I, I can't, uh, I, I can't, I, I, I can't do this. Like this, this, this ain't my life anymore. I'm, I'm getting out. I'm getting out of the business. He runs, he hey. runs back to the, to the hey. coach cabin. Hey, hey, Frank. Yeah, hug Sue for me. You, you got it, man. You got it, man. I'm gonna tell her that's from. Flint. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell Sue all about you. This, I mean, I, we might, we might even have, we might even have Susan Franks of our own. Thanks to you, man. Thank you. Yeah, I hope one of them's a Flint. Yeah, we could, we could definitely, we could do a Flint. Yeah, I think that's that's you know maybe like middle name or something. I, I don't know. Man, Ned and Ted. Sue, Sue makes Sue makes a lot of the decisions. I, uh, it already says Ted on my chest. I think I won't forget. Wait, did sue get you this job because if so you may not want to go home is it safe at home no it's it yeah don't look i i mean look we got we got general difficulties but it's fine we're Flint, all you're diving too deep <laughs> <laughs> so so frank frank has left the battle frank has gone to the Cure back wounds of the isn't for physical wounds it's for emotional wounds <laughs> and and frank is actually frank has re- has joined the rest of the coach cabin and he has been welcome warmly welcomed by all these passengers who are still like they're watching this battle happen and they are terrified but they see that this guy is totally not into it 
and they're they're embracing him as a friend and they're giving him snacks and wine and stuff. So so Frank is Frank is doing all right. So now there's there's only one other henchman. Uh, so with, I, I use the last bit of my turn and I turn to Ted and I go, now that's some hero shit right there, mofo. I flourish my wrist <laughs> uselessly. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, the uh, second henchman is is going to kind of watch Frank leave, and he's going to look at Grayson, and he's going to kind of do this like triple take. He keeps looking back and forth, and it's clear that he doesn't want any part of this anymore either. So he just kind of sets the crowbar down on the floor, and he's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. And so now it's just the two of you and Grayson in the cabin. Uh, and uh, Grayson at this point is, is uh, looking terrified. Um, he, he starts to prepare to, to cast a uh, magic missile again. And then, and then he stops and he falls down to his knees and, and he just kind of puts his hands together. And he says, uh, please, please, uh, sirs, sirs, please. I, uh, I'm very sorry. This was, uh, this was a great, a great deal of confusion and, and, a a, a magnificent misstep on my part, if I must say. Any man that tries to assault another person with his magic missile doesn't get that type of excuse. I, 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 you know, I, I can't argue with that uh, one bit. I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I stole this. I, I was trying to steal this ship because my, my wife, uh, she's very, she's very sick, very sick. And, and the only way that I was going to be able to afford the Kirin Luminera was, was to try to, to, to sell this ship to someone else. Uh, uh, At Luminera. Let's be clear. He said he's going to Luminera to sell the ship. <laughs> Look, man, I, a promise is a promise. I promised my best friend here that I was going to kill you. And a promise I, is a promise. I, 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 you know, unless you give me something extremely valuable and or shiny, I have no reason to not slit your throat right now. I, I, I really have. I have nothing, but I beg, I, I beg of you. I beg of you both. Uh, please, take... Take pity and mercy on me. He 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 pulls he pulls a, a, a wallet from the jacket uh, from the vest inside his jacket, mm-hmm. and and he holds up uh, a picture of his wife. And this is this is a terribly homely woman, but she looks very <laughs> ill. And and, and 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 written and 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 he shows you the back of the picture, and it says, "To my darling baby boo gray gray boy, uh, I will love you forever and always." And, and then healthy. for some reason, it, 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 for some reason, she's written uh, in parentheses "cough, cough" <laughs> on the back on the back of the image. I cast aside the photo. I inspect the wallet for anything of value. You you find uh, fifty gold pieces in in this wallet. I take the fifty gold pieces and I go. Flint, sidebar. At that point, I'm already having a internal dialogue sidebar. So this is a sidebar from that With sidebar. My sidebar. <laughs> Look, yes. If if we, you know, were to park this thing at Luminaire like it was supposed to, and we hand over the would-be hijacker, we could be the greatest heroes of all time. Let's just be clear. We were asked to come to Luminaire. We were minding our own business. No one was in the toilet. Uh-huh. Just to be clear. Yeah. And. <laughs> We get invited on a first-class trip that was really kind of closer to business. First class was a stretch. And that same trip gets hijacked. Something is up. I don't trust this mofo. 
this dirty white, dirty town. I'm trying to think of a gray color. Let's let's, let's cut this. <laughs> I don't trust this guy. Are you talking about Grayson? Grace. Yeah, I don't trust him either. So why don't we hand him to Luminera officials for favor and jewels and booze? You mean like celebratory booze? Oh, booze. Like wine. <laughs> Here's Grayson. Boo. What, while why, did, sucks. why did we do this? While while you guys deliberate, Grayson has has removed his jacket and is and is actively trying to tie his hands behind his back with his jacket sleeves just to prove to you how serious he is about not about not being killed. Listen, you whip out your magic missile and now you're disrobing. <laughs> uh, I would like to just. Uh... Give Grayson just a quick slap across the face because I one I think Wait, he deserves it. Right before he does that, I tie up Grayson, so it's really embarrassing. Yeah. Slap. Okay, great. Do I, should I roll for that? Yeah, or? roll roll for slap. Sure. Roll for slap. Oh, oh! that's a natural twenty. Ooh, ooh. Okay, so you you're oh, you're gonna slap his head off. Here's the here's the beauty of it. Uh, have you seen the bottle cap challenge? I have. It's not that. Oh. <laughs> uh, you slap Grayson, but it, you hit him so perfectly that it actually makes a really pleasant sound like a bell yeah and and grayson and grayson nods to a cabinet that is that is just outside uh the captain's quarters that is full of wine it says sir sir ring ring the bell all you'd like the wine is over there i find something to muzzle him with go to the wine start drinking that's the best move you've had yet Thank you, sir. And then I allow for Flint to have his internal dialogue because I want to build this character some more. Great. So while you guys are sitting there uh, and, and before your internal dialogue starts, um, uh, a, a set of stairs lower from above uh, the captain's quarters, uh, you didn't notice them before because they, they f- were flush with the ceiling. Uh, but these, these stairs, like attic stairs, drop down. And, and uh, descending is a... Uh, uh, a, a big, uh, curly-haired blonde man wearing uh, what appears to be at least the jacket of a captain's uniform and, and not a whole lot else. And you immediately recognize this man as Captain Cloud. Uh, and Captain Cloud comes down and says, Oh, uh, you guys uh, you guys took care of that, huh? I thought, uh, I thought it was just the rockin' in my pleasure cabin that was causing the turbulence, but I guess there's been a little commotion down here. Pleasure cabin? Uh, yeah, there's, uh, that's where I uh, spend my time with my magic missiles. Ew, but I sprint for the pleasure cabin. <laughs> Great. You, you uh, ascend the stairs. You find a, a room with a very soiled round bed that is rotating actively. Uh, anybody else besides gross captain there there are uh, there are two uh orcish females who are uh just pulling pulling the covers up over themselves to cover themselves although one of them immediately lowers it and is like yeah okay uh i roll for the orcish woman <laughs> i roll the five uh she she spurns your advances she's she looks you up and down, and she's like, look, I, I would destroy you. I'm sorry. I go back downstairs, and I tell Flint, there's nothing up there. <laughs> Great. Uh, Captain Cloud says, uh, hey, you know, uh, when, when they're out of there, if you boys want to come upstairs with me, we can, we can have an arrangement. I mean, uh, and if you're not into that, uh, I'd be totally fine uh, giving you this, uh, 
this oil that I've got. And he, he pulls from from his jacket uh, a bottle of oil that, that looks suspiciously disgusting. Um, but when he hands it over to you, you see that it's an oil of righteousness, uh, which is a uh, uh, an oil that uh, imbues your weapon with plus one to hit and plus one damage for one session. Without knowing that, I grab the lube. Great. <laughs> So you've got it. Uh, there's a second bottle of lube like for. Yes. Yeah, there, there's a second bottle of lube for for Flint. And so, let, <laughs> let me be clear. I wasn't spur. I wouldn't spurn the captain because he's a guy. I'm spurring him because I think it would just be all about him. He seems really <laughs> egotistical. I I completely agree with that. Yeah. It's just not not my not my jam. So the, the, the captain now takes the wheel. Uh, he he uh, goes ahead and help, has you lead Grayson back to the back, and you lock him up in the uh, in the first-class area. I have um, to walk Grayson. He can't even walk himself. This guy. Useless. Never-ending. And now we're cutting back to the Green Mountain Zephyr, or Glass Mountain Zephyr. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I went a little longer on that than I... Than I expected. But, I, I, it's yeah. okay. I took an Ambien, <laughs> and I've been asleep. That explains all the racist texts. <laughs> um, so you guys, you guys are underway on the on the Glass Mountain Zephyr, and uh, uh, you're having a, a really pleasant journey. Uh, when uh, when suddenly uh, when suddenly the train the train uh, stops very very sharply, and you're thinking. Man, that Casey Jones really uh, forgot how to how to pull the lever. Um, but what ends up what ends up happening is the the uh, cabin door behind you uh, suddenly kicks open, and three train robbers uh, advance on on the train cabin. Uh, all the other passengers are are scurrying to the back of the train. Um, they are they are terrified. Some of them are dropping valuables actively, just leaving them out because they're like, just just take it, get out of here. Uh, so yeah. That's the situation at the moment. Um, are these? Ooh. Um, so Mi- Misky is blind on this plane of existence. Yes. Uh, he sees in other planes of existence. So what? Um, I probably the easiest is just what? Uh, what kind of? glow do these uh bandits have on we'll say the ethereal realm uh in the ethereal realm these bandits are glowing a, a pretty uh violent bloody red color okay. you you can tell that they're definitely up to no good everybody else in the cabin has kind of a pale blue color to them except for a, a few people who are closest to the robbers who are who are glowing a, a kind of yellow that seems to be flickering very quickly okay um and and we are lurched awake. Yes. Yeah. You you both you both uh, wake up right when the train stops because it stops way too hard. And as you knew from from Casey, he 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 knows how to work that lever, so he's not going to <laughs> so stop the train this hard. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna fling open that uh, curtain of pseudo invisibility, and. Uh, stand up and look around the the cabin for other other signs of of movement. All right, uh, you you look around the cabin and and what you see are those those three uh, red objects and you hear them yelling uh, commands at the passengers saying, "Okay, where's the gold? Where's the gold cabin? 
Just, uh, just, just point us in the right direction. Uh, you hear over the PA, uh, Casey Junes says, "Hey, uh, you guys, what, what are you guys doing on the train? You're not supposed to. We didn't. We weren't supposed to stop here. Like you, you, you put like a cow on the tracks. That that's dirty dealing, man. That's dirty. Like what, I don't want to kill a cow. Cows a living creature. Cows belong to 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 Pan, man. I don't want to kill them." Of course, uh, Casey doesn't seem to know that it's not a two-way PA, so he's asking open-ended questions to a cabin that cannot possibly answer. Uh, but you do hear one of the robbers say, "Ah, we're, we we want the gold. We know you come from Iron Mountain. Give us the fucking gold." Yeah, that's a good point. Misky's <laughs> um, uh, going to pull pull open. Um, the bumble snatches uh curtain oh, really you're gonna bring me into this <laughs> this just got x-rated Bone oh, go. wow. now now, now it got x-rated right. yeah. you pulled open bumble snatches curtain bumble sniff there's a lot of magic missiles <laughs> going around snatch. today <laughs> um um uh he- hello hello new new adventure friend we uh we have we have bad bad guys. Do you do you know uh, do you know what do do with uh, do with the the things? Do you do you have the gold? Are you looking for the gold with the gold? Can I roll my eyes? Do I need to do a roll? <laughs> no, you can you eyes? can just roll your eyes. <laughs> roll, roll. Roll, roll your eyes. Uh, how many? How many? I, you 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 can just succeed at rolling your no, eyes. No no no. How oh. many how many bad guys? Oh are yeah, there? you you see you see that there are there are there are three train robbers. The best best understanding three. I see three guys, three guys yelling for uh for oars and and golds. Um do what what do you want to do? Do you do you are are you hero in that uh that feels need to save all these people um do do we just let them have it and then we we go on after what i mean i really i don't want to deal with these guys but it doesn't seem like they're gonna let us go on our way unless we fucking kick their asses so i think ass kicks yeah you you over here casey june's back on the back on the pa saying hey you guys gotta get off the train and move this cow i can't go anywhere without you moving this cow I don't. I. What am I? Who am I going to call? I don't know any cow people. <laughs> I, I. I know a dragonborn once, but that's not a cow. Are you? Are you cow people? I am not are the, cow. Are the train robbers? Can I tell if they're humanoid? Yeah, it's uh, three humans. Uh, each one seems to be wielding uh, a club with a little bit of barbed wire wrapped around it. Oh, they're like Walking Dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> me. Me. And- me, Negan. Negan. They're Neganists. They're three Neganists. <laughs> All right. Me, Mishka? Miska? Miski. 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 What do you What do you do? What do you want to do? Well, um, I, I mean, I prefer not kick asses, uh, like like you say. But if if asses need kicking, then kicking in asses. So, <laughs> um, we. Uh, I, I got a couple ideas. I do, I do trick magics for, uh, for fun sometimes. Um, we, we could, we can convince them to, to leave, to go get cow. We could just make them think that they have this gold. Um, you, do you, do you have just have gold? We could just give them gold. They leave and then we go to shiny town. I'm not giving them my gold, but I can, I can, um. 
Uh, I could take one of them and make them think that I could make them go move the cow, maybe. Ooh. Get them okay. off the train. Okay. Move the cow. Then let's uh, let's get the. I mean, I'm not. I'm not move cow. You. <laughs> yeah, you. You don't look like a cow person. Um, no. Um, no, I've, the, I, I'm waking up. I just took a big nap. <laughs> I'm cranky. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. I got, I got idea. I got idea. I let's 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 try this. Um, I uh, I cast I cast spell. Okay. Uh, Misky's gonna cast silent <laughs> image. Okay. What does silent image do? Uh, silent image creates an image that is no longer than a 15 foot cube. Okay. The image appears at an unoccupied spot and lasts for the duration. Im- image is only visual. If anything passes through it, it is revealed to be an illusion. Okay. What will this image be? Uh, I'm going to pull a speed, and I- <laughs> I'm going to cast it Im- immediately behind us to to make it appear to the bandits as if the rest of the train car is as it was just moments ago before anybody heard what was going on. Excellent. Yeah. I will I will let you do that. Um oh, okay. Uh okay, I got I got to say thing. Focus, focus. Okay, okay. Uh p p p lick you later. And the spell is cast. Did he just say movie? <laughs> uh uh, excellent. So uh, a, a perfect replica of of the cabin as it is in this very moment seems to have overlaid everything in the cabin that you're in. Uh, all three of these train robbers have not noticed that anything has changed, and every uh, attack roll that you make until they discover this is an illusion will be with advantage from now on. Oh, oh, okay. Um, they, they still hear us, so we be quiet. Um, so they... They can't see us right now, but I don't know what to do past this. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you do you have maybe like, um, uh, like hearty magic that that makes makes them makes them go other way? Yeah. <laughs> so I can confuse them. Oh. Or I can, I can, I can do a telepathic link to make one of them do something I want them to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you, you make one, one decide to leave. Yeah. Okay. Should I do that? Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>? Cheers. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast. This you, you can speak in normal volume for for us. That's fine. <laughs> They can't. They can't hear. They can't hear the table to us. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by <laughs> ASMR. Let's get real. Rubber get baby real. buggy bumpers. Gonna... Rubber baby buggy bumpers. This is what it's Cut really this. like to cast a spell. <laughs> um, I'm gonna cast dominate person. Okay. So what does Dominate Person allow you to do? It um it so it gives them a wisdom saving. So they roll wisdom they saving roll, throw? Yeah. What do they what do they have to beat? It doesn't say. Oh. It it's, should. It's Yeah, it's usually eight plus your wisdom Her level. Personal right? note card doesn't say. It's <laughs> cheating. <laughs> the personal thing I it's wrote like down that I didn't know what I needed to write down. Your spell casting modifier. Something like that. 
eight plus your spell casting. I have a spell casting modifier. Yeah, it should be on the sheet. It's uh, I mean, it's it's probably sixteen. We can cut all this. Right? I would guess. Yeah, we'll we'll we can. Let's include this. People love this <laughs> procedural part, and I roll my die and add that to my spell casting modifier. Wisdom saving throw of fifteen. Okay, great. All right. Pelicular. So, which which of the three which of the three train robbers are you are you casting it? I'm, on? I'm gonna aim it towards whichever one I deem to be the leader of the three. Okay, there's there there is definitely one who. Uh, so the, the uh, they're dressed. Uh, the three of them are dressed in in uh, jean jackets, but two of them have the sleeves torn off, and one has an intact <laughs> jean jacket. So you're God, they're so cool. So you're going to assume uh, you're going to assume that the one with the sleeves is the leader because. Uh, uh, clearly, the other two can't possibly be. They right. can't afford sleeves. Uh, that's how bandit culture determines hierarchy is sleeve <laughs> length. Sleeves. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why like you don't see a lot of baseball tees because it's two in between rolls. They get confused. Um, so uh, it, he he does not save from that. So okay, so now... he's he's charmed by me, which means we have a telepathic link. Okay, and I can use this telepathic link to issue commands to him, and All he right. will do them. Great. So I'm going to tell him to get off the train and go move the cow off the tracks. Okay. Uh, yeah. The the uh, the train robber leader uh, suddenly stops uh, giving orders to the the cabin uh, of people demanding that you know uh, he doesn't want he doesn't care where the gold is anymore. Uh, stops suddenly. Looks kind of zombified and weird. Uh, but the the two other train ro- robbers are kind of uh, I don't know. They they turn and look at him, but they don't really know what's going on, and he just walks out uh, climbs out of the train and starts walking toward the front but because you are you are uh near the the middle of the first car uh it's going to take him a couple of minutes to get to the front where that cow is all right all right <laughs> uh, what 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 would misky like to do next uh it's, it seems to be working he's, he's doing a good job that's the sleevey one the sleevey else <laughs> so you you overhear the other two train robbers muttering to themselves like what where's where's barry going what's barry what what do you think barry's doing barry <laughs> what what like he was he was really into this i don't i don't understand why why he would just leave but they're still standing there because i think they they're still on board with the mission um i'm, I'm gonna wait it out i i'm gonna let them let them continue to be confused for however long it takes them to either figure out that they're being illusioned or the cow moves and we leave. Okay, great, great. Uh, you, you wait a couple of seconds and uh, Casey Jews comes back on over the PA. Like, hey, 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 man, I, I, you're, really, you're really pushing on that cow, man, but I don't think you're going to move it. I mean, move, that's funny. It's, no, uh, you know, I, it just, it, it's pretty stubborn. It's a pretty, pretty heavy cow. I don't think, I don't think you're going to get anywhere with that. Uh, and, uh, so you can tell that the, 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 the train robber leader is pushing on this cow, but it's not, it's not going anywhere. Um, I still have a telepathic link to him. Yep. So my next command, I'm going to ask him to yell out that he wants those two guys to come help him. Okay. Uh, Barry, the, the leader of the train robbers says, Hey, Hey, you assholes, get out here. We got to move this cow. Uh, both of them look at each other and they're like that. That's like that's not the plan at all. We we put the cow there on purpose to stop the train, uh, and and they they kind of look around the cabin 
And then they notice that one of the coins that was being tossed by the passengers as they flee keeps dropping over and over and over again. <laughs> and they realize that this, that this is some kind of illusion. Um, it's an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> so so they, they both uh, take their clubs up and, and start looking around for what could be causing it. But they still haven't found you yet. Um, seeing the, the impending suspicion... Uh, Missy's gonna burst through the illusion um, and cast Eldric Blast. All right. Um, so he he's going to jump out in his full glory. You know, hello, new friends. Uh, <laughs> and a beam of crackling energy is going to streak towards two creatures within a range. Make a range spell attack. Um, on a hit, target takes one d10 force damage. Great. Hit him. Uh, so I'm going to send one at each of them. Okay. It's going to be 16 to hit. Okay. Yep. That, that'll hit him. That's going to be higher. And then they're each going to find their D8. Oh, no. D10. Sorry. First one takes a nine. Okay. Second one takes a six. Okay. All right. Uh, so they were both completely stationary. They were sitting duck targets. Uh, <laughs> but now they are they both get knocked down by these blasts, and they're looking around frantically in the direction of where they came. And they get uh, up again. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't? Um, so, yeah, they, they, and they both uh, just realize what's going on, and, and they start yelling, Barry! 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 But uh, I, Barry doesn't seem to be responding. And uh, Casey Jones Jones comes back over the PA and is like, "Hey, uh, what's uh, what's going on back there? That sounds like sounded like somebody cast a spell and knocked a couple of guys over." Um, <laughs> I've really keen hearing. Uh, you guys should know that. You got to when you have a train. Helps where knowing when to pull a lever. Yeah, every train engineer I've ever met has really good hearing. <laughs> it, uh, it goes with the job, really. Um, Misky looks up at the PA, um, perplexed, not knowing how to talk back. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Uh, where, where are, where are these guys? So they're they're uh, just a little bit further back in the cabin. So you're you're in the first class, like the the special VIP section Are in the there front. People around them. The, all the people have run to the very back, and several of them have been streaming through the doors to the to the back two cars of the train. Mm-hmm. So there's only like three or four people left in the back, um, and they're kind of cowering in fear among the seats. They sort of randomly splayed around. Um, but they're far enough away that that you wouldn't necessarily have to hit them unless you did a lot of radiant damage. All right, I think I'm gonna use I'm gonna use eggplanty. Okay, which is my magic staff. Great, uh, bringing to, out the plant. Uh, Let's to, just uh, leave it. Emit a lightning bolt. <laughs> okay. <I'll say. laughs> so um, yeah, I'm gonna shoot a lightning bolt at them. Okay. It's a five foot wide lightning bolt. Okay, they're close <laughs> enough together. You can hit them both. All right. Yeah. Um, and it, it, they can do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And if it hits, they do a 10 D6. Do we, know, if, do we know what they have to beat for dexterity? Oh, uh, hang on. And if they... We can, we can just go with, uh, like, 13 again, like the other 15. spell. 15, like the other spell. We'll do 15. All right. Uh, it hits one of them. 
Well, so if it if it saves, it does half damage. Okay. Uh, you you hit them both, and neither of them save. Okay. They're largely because they're both on the ground from just being hit. Uh, yeah, it was fifteen. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so do do damage to them. Oh, I get to do it. Yeah, you roll. You I don't roll. have ten d sixes. At this point, they've already well, died, and yeah. we're still figuring out. Yeah, it was fifteen. Wait, is it? It's ten d six. Ten d six. So oh, there's geez. seven. That's a lot. Nine. Six. Seven plus nine plus six. Did that kill one of them? Twenty-four. Is that right? <laughs> People seven. at home, is that right? <laughs> Tweet us. Seven plus. Wait, you how did how was you supposed to roll a d six ten 22. times? Yeah, well I rolled two d sixes five times. No, you rolled two d sixes <laughs> three times. Yeah, you need to you need to roll two more times. Oh, okay. so we're at twenty four. Okay, I think we're at twenty two. Did twenty two? Okay, we're at twenty two plus uh, so thirty two. I can do that one. Uh, four. Is okay. that? Ramen noodles on that one? It's Denver Comic Con, but it's the one. Oh, it looks like ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> and so this this uh thirty six damage that you just did, yeah. is it is it split between them or no, does it does thirty six damage across the the entirety of the five foot beam? That's an amazing question. I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let it's it do I'm gonna entirety. let it do damage across the entire width of the beam. Um so you are going to just uh it does say it does say a creature takes. Yeah, they they're, they're creatures. Okay. Um they they are both uh basically like Doesn't they matter. they boil from the inside okay. out and explode in a Cronenbergian fashion that is terrifying. Fuck these guys. Um you one of them one of them kind of seems to realize what's happening right before a a, a bunch of electricity shoots out of his eye sockets and then you pretty much just see a couple of uh vaporized uh, gene vests that quickly turn to dust. What 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 hell was that? That that was they were they they they, they didn't have sleeves. Now they don't have faces. <laughs> I would like to go back into my little sleeping chamber. Uh, uh, that's a scary. That's a oh, That's a bum, bum, bumble scary mind. lady. Uh, Casey Jones comes back over the PA and hey, so uh, I. I, I see some uh, some crazy uh, uh, my my weather uh, my weather gauges out here showing like a lightning storm happened back there. That's that's pretty weird. Um, but there's still a cow in front of the train, so we're not going anywhere until somebody moves that cow. And my guy that I have telepathic control over still can't get it. He's he, he is he is by himself. He is pushing. Look, the cow the cow is is perpendicular to the train, so tipping it's only going to make it more on the tracks and harder to move. <laughs> can, 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 okay, okay. I I'm I'm new to trains. Um, I'm Nude? just I'm just, I'm just <laughs> new, new on trains. <laughs> I'm just giving up, and I'm talking back to the PA system. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. Oh. Okay. Uh. Okay. Train. Train friend. Uh. Okay. New to trains here, but uh, train train bigger than cow. Can can't can't we just just go? For some reason, Casey Jones hears you, and he responds, "Man, look, I, I I said before, I really like, I respect Pan, and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to hurt any of Pan's creatures. So somebody's got to move that cow." I would like to give a rousing speech to the people in the train car, asking for volunteers to go help move the cow. Um, uh, roll, just let's roll to let's roll for uh, for uh, charisma, a charisma check. Twenty. Woo! 
Woo! Great. Um, <laughs> it, it was never going to be a problem, but uh, <laughs> all of these. Uh, Can we the, add a special sound effect for the twenty? Like, sure. <laughs> Yeah, oh, just bring have, it over. <laughs> can I request that it's anything but those sounds? Yeah, we can, we can do something else. Um, it, 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 you, 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 that's it, that's it. After tonight's episode, we'll just be Greg sampling different sounds. We're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna do a bunch of log tracks. Um, uh, so, so. Uh, Bumblesniff, you, instead of instead of going into back into your seat and drawing the curtain, you you stop, uh, you you step out and you step forward and you see there there are about there are about five or six people still cowering. I would like in the this to be cabin. a Bill Pullman Independence Day style. It's it's very much good <laughs> morning. That. Uh, good morning. So you 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 step into the into the cabin and and suddenly a bunch of people who had been in the coach cabin have walked forward now and they are also uh you know they're they're kind of coming forward because they they heard the thunderclap following this blast of lightning that just destroyed these two train robbers and uh and so these people are kind of gathering around and and you stand up uh and you make a speech good morning in less than an hour aircraft will (laughs) here will join others from around the world and you will be launching the largest aerial battle (laughs) yes Sub for train and cow. Yeah, we just need cow. We need cow in there. Mankind. That word should have new meaning for us all today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. (laughs) It's pretty close. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution but from cows <laughs> on the railroad tracks. And and this speech, this speech so moves this group of people that that they all one step tra- out of the train. <laughs> but as the day when when the train <laughs> declared with one voice, today we celebrate our Independence Day from cows. <laughs> Will Smith goes, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and poor Harry Connick Jr. dies. Aww. Um yeah, this 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 group of of coach passengers just they are so moved. They are like they're they're on one hand they are fucking terrified of you because you have vaporized you have you have literally sublimated two creatures. You turned them from solids into gas without any thought. It appears, and uh, so they are they are just like wow. This is this is nuts. Uh, they proceed out of the train and they walk over to where Barry is. And they are now helping Barry push the cow off the tracks. And the cow seems to get what's going on. <laughs> it lets out a, a, a thoughtful... Would, would, you, would you say that it's, it's moved? It is. It was moved. It was moved and moved. I quit. Uh, <laughs> and, and the cow goes across the tracks. Um, and all of the coach passengers get back on the train. And uh, and and Barry is now standing in the middle of the tracks because he he still cannot really control his own mind. So uh, if there's anything you'd like to do, because I, I have a feeling that Casey Jones isn't going to run over a human either. I would like to check how many drink tickets I have left. <laughs> you uh, several people have handed you drink tickets uh, on the way off the train. Just, so just you purely have, out of fear. You have countless drink tickets. 
man's about to die, and you're like, I wonder how many drink tickets <laughs> I have. Um, um, Miss Miski, would you would you, you like yes? a drink? Would you like a drink? Oh, uh, no, no, I I drink I drink enough. All right, I I, I would like to leave this to you. Uh, I I'd like to get the train moving. I maybe less murder. Do you, less murder? Just just less murder. Miski wants less murder, so we're gonna move. Uh, we're gonna move Barry and okay. his sleeves off the off the tracks. All right. So so Barry uh, Barry with his uh, jean jacket decides, uh, seemingly of his own volition, to just walk uh, off into the distance away from the train track, um, and and he is just uh, traveling away uh, very slowly, but without ever looking back, as if he had just witnessed the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah and does not want to become a pillar of salt. I would like to go back into my I make him seat. turn and look. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go back to my seat and close the curtains and, and go back to taking a nap. Great. Uh, the train begins moving, um, and Casey Jones comes over the PA, says, hey, hey, guys, that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, seems like we got out of that unscathed. Uh, no gold stolen. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, please don't, uh, please don't rate me poorly. I, you know, I, I really thrive on five star reviews, and if you guys give me low reviews, I might like have to drive shittier trains, and I don't want to do that. Um, so yeah, we're, we we should be the Lumineer pretty soon. Uh, I'm just gonna put on uh, a little bit of a little bit of chill jazz music. Uh, that's that's the music of uh, of elves uh, when when they've been hanging out with with dwarves. Uh, uh, they call it jazz. I don't know. It's the it's Grateful a whole Dwarves. Thing. The Grateful Dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we'll we'll be underway in, in any second. And, and the PA shuts off. And, and you guys that's are when both. They wrote the ballad of Casey Jones. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both hanging out in your in your seats, and uh, you you hear uh, Casey Jones come up. Uh, he he gives little taps on the curtains on either, and you you open the curtains. And he he holds out a, a cigar box and he says, "Hey hey guys, thanks so much for taking care of that. That that could have been real bad. I uh, I've I've lost a lot of people on some of these train rides because these <laughs> these robbers they're everywhere. And for whatever reason they don't want to like they don't want to trust me with any weapons. I don't I don't really get it. Uh, but in any case, uh, I'd like to totally gift you guys these two. They're they're uh, they're uh, rolled magical cigarettes." Um, and uh, they give you grace, uh, so uh, you get these two things. And what they'll do is they'll increase your dexterity and your charisma by two for for one for one session, like whatever that means. I don't really know. Like I assume it's like a jam session, but I'm not sure. So you both collect uh, one each uh, rolled magical cigarette of grace. And uh, okay, cut this. What was our thing that we got? Your- <laughs> I didn't know we got anything, Greg. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, Remember you, the you, dirty j- j- gel? Yeah, you guys got you guys got oh, yeah, you each mind. got an Absolutely. oil of righteous strike, which imbues your weapons with plus one to hit and plus one oh, damage for one session. Righteous. What is, the rolled magic cigarette of grace? What does I it give us? About the that gives you the rolled the rolled magic cigarette of grace is going to give you uh, some plus grace. two dexterity and plus two charisma for okay. one session. Some um, is that while we smoke the cigarette? Well, you, you'll you'll yeah, consume it, and then it will last for an entire game session we have for an evening, basically. Uh, uh friend, friend Casey, thank you, thank you for for a kind gift. Hey, yeah, um, man, you got a puff and pass, man. <laughs> uh, sh- sure. Um, uh, can we can we take train train to to Shiny Town now? 
Oh yeah, we should be there any minute. I, I actually, I should probably go back and pull the lever because otherwise we're <laughs> right. gonna crash. <laughs> so, uh, so Casey Jones uh, runs to the front, and uh, and now we'll kind of uh, split screen uh, to both the airship uh, arriving at Lumineras uh, station, which is a, a similarly uh, brilliantly beautiful transit station, although it is even more massive and there is crystal everywhere there are crystal columns and stalagmites and stalactites building this entire structure it seems like it's made entirely out of glass but it's uh prismatic so you are seeing a kaleidoscope of color uh just splashed across everything everywhere um it's like watching a music video from 1967 and uh, you would know what time and era that was if we were in <laughs> that time and era, but you don't. So you're pretty much just like, well, this is, this is kind of colorful. And in the background. <laughs> High on magical cigarette of something. <laughs> um. So, uh, so uh, both of you hear uh, your your uh, captain counterparts. So, uh, Captain Cloud and Casey Junes both announce that you have arrived in. Lumineera. Was he always Captain Cloud? Like he was born and hi, I'm Captain Cloud. There aren't what you're named. At, I, like his first name's Captain. Yeah, and maybe like he knew from the very beginning he was going to captain an airship and have a pleasure chamber. His first name is Nimbus. Captain Nimbus Cloud. Captain yeah. Nimbus Cloud. Yeah. But he doesn't really go by it because like, Nimbus is his dad's name, and he has kind of a fractured relationship with his father. That's why he flies an airship, because he could have been in the family like cloud-making business. It's an agricultural thing. Just don't worry about it. But, his uh, Uncle Stratus. His, <laughs> yeah. His Aunt Cumulus. Yeah, and I Cirrus, got, yeah. And Rhombus, and yeah, yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last one was real. <laughs> um, so you you have both you both arrived at at the at the Lumineris station, and uh, both you mean all four? All four of you, but both both conveyances both have conveyances. arrived. Um, so <laughs> only uh, two of us made it. <laughs> uh, the end. Oh. I'm still in the pleasure chamber. So so the, the captain no. <laughs> oh captain, oh captain, my captain. Hey, look, you you gotta you gotta get off, man. I mean that. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, so uh, as as the as uh, Misky and uh, and Bumblesniff disembark the train, it still my sounds name. inappropriate. It's my name don't wear it out. <laughs> as, as you as you disembark the train. Um, Casey Jones is standing at the at the at the door and he's just, you know, hey, that was that was really great. You guys like and if you ever if you ever want to just hang out, I got I got plenty more uh, magically imbued hand rolled cigarettes for you. We can we can hang out anytime. Uh, I, I make this route like, you know, once every couple of weeks. So so we'll totally like we can chill. Just just look me up. Um, and he he just gives you a wave and and uh, a, an awkward kind of half hug. And a bunch of the other passengers are kind of clapping as as they see you leave the train and and as they see you come onto the platform because they are just like wow these these guys really were amazing they vaporized a couple of people and they vaped and they inspired <laughs> us to uh, to move a cow which no one has ever inspired any of these people to move a cow before um, so this is pretty big big deal for them um, however uh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> 
It's a big deal that someone inspired them to move a cow. Uh, th- this is generally a pretty well-off crowd. Yeah, They're They all... don't do a lot of their own cow movements. Life has changed. Yeah. I've been inspired to move a cow. <laughs> They, they, That's a yeah, weird they, they have they're, they're all coming to Lumiere, which is this this amazingly wealthy crystalline city of of uh, incredible diversity. And uh, yeah, so they're they're not known for their their uh, <laughs> their own labor. Um, so uh, but as you as you uh, are exiting the train station, um, uh, a, a woman in a uh, in a in a station agent outfit approaches you. Um, hey, hey, I, I'm uh I'm Lauren. <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys just got here. You're the you're the heroes, right? Yes, yes, you're the heroes. I've Is got this all f- to all four of us. To to train. the two of you that just got off the train. Oh, us, us. Okay. Like I'm, I'm not talking to these idiots back here. Wait, what? So you, they-, they think they moved a cow, so they're gonna no, they're not gonna talk to Lauren for moving a cow. Uh, so 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 Lauren Lauren says, hey hey, come on, you gotta follow me back here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the courtyard so you can talk to so you can talk to Mr. Orpheus. That's that's where that's where you'll get your welcome baskets. That's the courtyard Marriott. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the courtyard. <laughs> Meet you in the courtyard. Because fuck Colin Ann, right? Uh, so so uh, yeah, so uh, Lauren leads you toward the courtyard of Luminera out through the train station. She signs you up um, for that continental breakfast. Get our welcome basket. <laughs> but uh, but as as you're as you're exiting the train station, there there is a, a blind man who is who is sitting uh, on the ground yeah, near the I've entrance. Been traveling with him. And this <laughs> it's a different blind man. And this blind man reaches out with with a quavering hand and a quavering voice and says, "Please, I, please, just I, I just need a little, a, a few gold pieces. I, 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 I want, I want to go to the pleasure dome. Please, <laughs> I just need a couple of gold pieces, please." Uh, what's what's your name? What's your your name, handyman? My 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 name is uh uh. My name, my name is is Hansy, uh, Hansy Thompson Bone, and I, I, uh, I've been through, I've been through a great deal. I, I was, I was a great warrior once, but I was, I was blinded by two arrows that just managed to hit both of my eyes at the same time. And I just, I just want, I just want to enjoy this vacation. I've been saving for so long, but, but I didn't bring enough gold pieces to to go to the pleasure dome one one last time before before I have to depart. Please, I would, I would like to ask him what happens at the pleasure dome. Well, the the, the pleasure dome. Oh man, <laughs> I, I I look at at Bumble Sniff. Uh, uh, really, you're confused. gonna give me the eye. <laughs> You, you not know what happened to the pleasure dome? No, I just I just want him to say it. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, I feel like I I, I feel uh, like I feel like the title's pretty self-explanatory, but but here's the thing. Uh, two gold pieces for hand stuff. There's this, hand. <laughs> there's this there's this uh there's this lady named Sharon and there are all these like really like fancy baths and cute. everybody's like bathing nude and hanging out. Um, and there and there are people who who will like who will do stuff to you for money, and it's and it's really cool. Um, they've also got they've also got this thing called called a pleasure chair, so you don't have to do stuff like with a person, but it's still but it still does stuff. And I just I just I want I want to do it one more time because like I, I really don't think uh, 
I, you know, I can only see with my hands and like nobody will really let me see with my hands if you get my meaning otherwise. <laughs> so I just kind of want one more chance. Can, can I just, it, it really like it's, I'm only asking for like five gold pieces. It's, it's, I know it's not a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm super strapped. Is this episode a little bit sex worker heavy? <laughs> I'm not saying it can't be some sex worker. It's a little heavy in it, right? I mean, I, I, I think everybody decided that Grayson's magic missile was sexual, which it was not. And the fact that Captain Cloud is like a bit of a, a, a man slut doesn't really mean it's sex work or anything. Yeah, but the There's, west side of Dirty Town. Well, that, that, that wasn't even written in. That just happened because of us. The, the Karens are all trying to escape. <laughs> they want to be like the Lorens. Uh, I just want to hear the pitch of this character. The may I see with my hands, please, pitch. <laughs> uh, he's he well one you're not there, so you can't ask him. Um, but he is very reluctant to say anything else. He's just he's just kind of like shaking his hand, hoping that maybe he'll get a little bit of a, a, a couple of gold pieces from you guys. Uh, that's good, man. That this is exactly sales technique. Let them sit in this moment. Make them say the next word. That's good. I like yeah, it. yeah. So so what what will you guys do? Because you can just walk by him. Um, Lauren is is actively walking toward the courtyard um so you can either pursue her or you can uh, you can stop and and try to help this guy you you have you have gold you you see i i have no no gold on me <laughs> i would like to make an impassioned bill pullman independence day speech <laughs> asking are there people around <laughs> I would like to ask people around to give this guy their gold. great roll roll let's roll for uh let's roll a uh, charisma Fifteen plus nine. Good morning. Twenty-four. <laughs> Is that? I think that's your saving throw number. What's your charisma in the far left? What's the plus in the Are far you, left? Persuasion. Plus three. Oh, yeah. So eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you 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 give a similar speech. Good morning. Uh, the people of the the area near the train station will today stand up with one voice. And give a few gold coins. This is not just my pleasure palace. This is everyone's pleasure this palace. This is the world's <laughs> Today is our pleasure palace day. Several of these people uh, have money to burn, so they kind of are like, well, you did save us from those bandits, so sure, what the hell? And they, they toss they toss 15 gold pieces at this guy, and and he is just overjoyed. He gets up, and he does kind of like a, a creepy cartoon prospector dance where he clicks his heels together, and he just zips on out. Honey, uh, honey why'd you give that man uh, 15 gold pieces? He, was, he wasn't that great. I know, but she, she, he gave such a great speech. Uh, it was the same speech we heard earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and and in in helping uh, in helping this this blind man, uh, you both gain inspiration for uh, until you use it. Yeah. Boop. So I save a guy's life, and you get this guy laid, and you guys get inspiration. Let's yeah. be clear. No, no, no. We let him pay for sex. That's different. <laughs> We convinced other people to give him money so he could pay for sex, <laughs> and that inspired us. And there's uh. one more thing, but I, I, I can't sit any longer. How much inspiration do we get? Just one. It's just basically just a like, point. It's, it's either on or off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Driving that train, high on cocaine. We got inspiration. Casey we Jones, you better you watch your speed. Uh... Did we get one special cigarette each or yeah. two? One each. One. one each? Yeah. 
I want a cigarette. No, I don't. I'll take some more of that wine, though. I'll take some more wine. Um, hey, let's kill Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you already try and fail? No, 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 no. We are handing him over for loot and fame. And then, and then we'll kill him. That's oh. failing at killing. No, no. Let, let's be clear. No, we're going. <laughs> I'm going to waste my oil of righteous strike. <laughs> Give an impassioned Bill Pullman-esque speech Apparently to get that... everybody else to kill Grayson Good morning. for you. <clears throat> Apparently that Good works. Good morning. <laughs> kill this man. It's the only thing I have going for me. <laughs> Around the world. All of her spell slots are just Bill Pullman speeches. <laughs> Hi, Uncle Kane. <laughs> Casey June, you better watch your speech. Uh, what does our magic sauce do that we got? Uh, it adds something to the thing and makes your... One to hit, one to... Damage. It might be two to hit, two to damage. Yeah, whatever. We'll figure that out. We'll Magic just... lube? Yeah, I have my um, item list here. Also, I'm pretty sure Bumble Sniff at some point has used that dominate person in bed. <laughs> I wanted to make that joke earlier, but yes, 100%. <laughs> I have a uh, telekinetic link, and he has to do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so yeah so uh, Bumble Sniff and and uh, Miski have inspiration now having helped that blind man uh, as as uh, Ted and and Flint disembark from uh, Cloud Captain Cloud's stargazer. I help a uh, blind man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just find one. Ca- Captain poke a guy's eyes out. I blind a man and then I help him. <laughs> Ca- Captain Cloud follows you out closely and he says. Uh, yeah, you you guys are great. Um, this was this was a this was a good party. Um, I'll be flying this thing around, so I might see you again anytime you want to come up with me. Anytime you want to get down with me, you just let me know. Uh, uh, I also got to ask, like, can you can you guys pass this guy this 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 little this little fella Grayson here? Can you pass him off to the bear guards when you get into when you just get into the station? Because I called them, but I really I got you know, those orc ladies are they're. They're insatiable, I gotta are say. The, are the bear guards actually bears? They are, yes. <laughs> I agree. And then as soon as I turn away from the captain, I start weeping. <laughs> you start weeping? <laughs> Listen, Ted, there are other captains out there. It's not the point. <laughs> you knew he was a pilot. <laughs> he does this to everybody. <laughs> He has a different drought in every port. <laughs> we call them location ships. I get it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so Grayson, Grayson is now uh, still hands tied behind his back. He's he's shuffling up behind you, uh, sir, sirs. Please, I I I beg of you, uh, if you could if you could do me the honor of uh, telling telling the guards that I I am not a threat. I I really I promise I will never do. I will never do another bad thing. Uh, if you could just, if you could just give give a blessing, uh, so that perhaps they treat me with a little bit of kindness. I I realize that uh, knowing Lumineera's uh, uh, criminal justice system, I'm I'm in for it. Uh, but I, I'm hoping that they might be a little lenient if a, if a couple of people of your incredible stature, uh, you you are arguably far greater than Captain Cloud. Even I I I, I hope he didn't hear me. Uh, no, he appears to be out of earshot. I, I believe you are you are sincerely some of the greatest people who ever hey, hey, existed. I yeah. I <laughs> Batman? <laughs> I could have sworn we muzzled this guy for this 
exact reason. <laughs> Zero wine, all talk. I think you may have promised to me. Hey, sidebar, I have an side, idea. Sidebar? Go ahead. You first. Let's flip a coin. <laughs> okay. And heads. He keeps his head. Tails. He keeps his tail. Do you have a tail, Grayson? <laughs> uh, I, I, no, no, I think no, this means no, we cut them in half yeah. either way. Uh, <laughs> so I don't like this guy. Nor do I. I would like to leave him a remembrance of our interaction that's not so much leniency as much as he's not going to fuck with us again. Okay, so can we still flip him for maximum loot and favor with the courts of Luminera, but then also carve into him, don't fuck with us with our (laughs) knives. That's a lot of writing. <laughs> He's really annoying. Dear Grace, I write to you from a place of worry. Oh, oh my God. What, while you guys debate, uh, two, massive, two massive armored polar bear guards approach walking on their hind legs. Um, they, are, they are easily uh, 18 feet tall. They are... Not to be fucked with very clearly. I turn to the polar bear guards and I say, Hey, fellas, this guy, he's the one who's causing the ice caps to melt. (laughs) (laughs) And I wink over at uh, Ted. (laughs) I give him a thumbs up and nod. The the bear guards uh, nod a little bit, but they've clearly heard this joke before. Um, (laughs) So they're kind of not into it, but they're really, you know. He was tossing coal into the engine of our airship. <laughs> he idles all the time. All the time. Uh, Actually, let let me take his muzzle off and just listen to him plead his case. Please, please, uh, uh, bear guards, please. I, I, I have done none of those things. I am so sorry. I, 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 I made a mistake. I, I attempted to hijack a ship uh, with the You hear that? Yeah, of, look at all this hot air. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I muzzle him again. This is what he'll be like in jail forever. Kill the mofo. Look, how about give us a reward yes. for you know, uh, Isn't there disarming a... this hijacker, and we'll kill him for you tax-free. We still want the payment. but Yeah, polar bear guards. Isn't this like a fancy neighborhood? Do you really want this sort of riffraff around here? He the uh, a good the polar bear guards look, look back and forth at each other, and one of them just says, I, I don't really care. Um this is this is one of two jobs I have to work today. He took your coke. He took your Coca Cola. I'm uh, look look. Uh, you guys you guys clearly uh, did a great job heroing today. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna take this little guy. We're gonna throw him whoa, in jail. Whoa 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 whoa. And that's whoa. it. No 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 no. Without reward, this little guy's going nowhere. Yeah, I'm not gonna testify unless I get a reward. Uh, we don't need we don't need your testimony. Captain Cloud's already <laughs> given us a testimony, um, and under the laws of the city of Luminera, that guy uh, so any drunk. prisoners who have been claimed uh, within uh, our city limits uh, belong to us. So we're we're taking him. Um, we uh, claimed him in international air <laughs> space space. <laughs> we're not. Uh, we're really not concerned with that here. Look, um, I don't. I don't think you boys understand where you're at. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this may uh, this I, may be one of the happiest places <laughs> on the continent, but it's also a place where we don't take any shit. 
So this is not a negotiation. We are taking this prisoner, and clearly you guys aren't going to vouch for him, so he's going to get the whooping of his lifetime. And that's oh. what's going to happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A whooping? Are you are you okay with that? I'm very okay with him getting a whooping. Do we have, should we like break into this prison later and then kill him after he's been whooped? I think what we should do is break into these bears' homes while they're whooping him and take the gold that we earned. Nice. We'll plan that later. Yeah, On the next episode, we went uh, <laughs> Ted's excellent adventure. That's that's great, guys. We we can hear everything you're saying, um, and and this guy's squirming, so he can definitely hear it too. Uh, we don't care. We're taking the prisoner. Thanks so much. Uh, you guys should probably go find a Lauren and get to the courtyard because I think that's why you're here. And they they take Grayson uh, and they drag him off. And Grayson is is mumbled screaming. You you think he's cursing you? Um, it's not any sort of magic curse. He's just he's just very upset. Um, so yeah. I flip him off and turn to uh, Flint. And say, yeah, I think that went pretty well. I grab the bell from Ted's <laughs> waistcoat and I ring it. <laughs> Grayson. <laughs> Uh, so you guys uh, uh, are approached now by a, another Lauren. Uh, this is this, hello, Lauren. This Which Lauren, Lauren is... are you? I'm Lauren the Fourth. <laughs> Don't ask me what happened to Lauren the Second or Lauren the Third. It's complicated. But you guys need to come with me to the courtyard to meet Orpheus the Mouth. Literally, no one brought up Lauren the First. Even we were just happy to meet you. You look like a wonderful, charming person. Look, if you got if you got a name like Lauren, you just get used to telling people the backstory every time because otherwise they just don't know what you're talking about. And I don't want any sort of weird nicknames like Boren or Soren or whatever. Okay, I'm just fucking Lauren number five, I think, and <laughs> I'm number four. And uh, just don't ask me what happened to number two or three. Did Orphis choose the nickname Mouth? <laughs> Seems like Captain Cloud. Orpheus the Mouth. Who's naming these people? Uh, Orpheus the Mouth is he. He is the mouthpiece of the High Administrator. Um, so he is called the Mouth because he speaks for High Administrator Cinnamon. I don't like you guys are showing up in town. (laughs) What's the other dude's name? Dude. High High Administrator. High dude. What's the High dude's name? Cinnamon. I'm sorry. You guys. You guys are in Luminera right now, and you don't know who High Administrator Cinnamon is. Hey. Hey, Lauren. I mean. Let me, let me, Lauren, Lauren, sweet, listen, you're in charge of us, you are, I'm telling you, we're just supposed to go to the courtyard so you can meet Orpheus the Mouth, okay, and you guys are asking a bunch of dumbass questions about stuff that, like, I don't know, you should know about this if you're here, and if you don't know, you'll find out soon. (laughs) So, uh, Lauren the Third, let me ask you. Yeah, what? The fifth. Fourth. Fourth. I'm Lauren the fourth. Lauren the third, don't ask. Lauren the second, don't ask. What happened to Lauren Sr.? Our Lauren was way nice. Lauren Sr., bless her soul. Uh, She's she's in a home. It's terrible. Deteriorating so quickly. Sad. She can't even. She can't even remember. She can't even remember other Laurens. It's terrible. So why is she in? What is she getting the best care? I hear the cure is here. Wait, did we learn about that, or did they learn about that? I just know that boys don't cry. <laughs> if you okay, look, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you guys know a little bit about Luminaris, so you're not total idiots. Uh, there is a cure here, thank you, but you can't cure aging. That's not something that we figured out. Like the, nobody's 
then why is it terrible? She's just aging. It's it's a part of life. Be well, more, I, I don't you, know. Are you, you an ageist? Have you ever had emotional bonds with people and then you, you watch them slowly forget who you are and everything that you've shared together? Every, every tender moment I've ever dissipates? Had. Well, then good. Then we're kindred spirits, aren't we? Then why are we arguing right now? This is this is very awkward. I am neither in the tourist bureau nor am I any sort of uh, uh, counselor for whatever you guys are going through right now. I just would like to lead you from the airship to the courtyard to meet Orpheus the Mouth. Did she look like a Sue? <laughs> I, t- I turn to Ted and I go, God damn, we are not good with Lawrence or Karen's. Let's cut them out. Let's hope Sue's are better. I just want to go back to Soup Troop. I went. Soup I think Tro- Soup Troop was the shit. They took care of me. The thing was, things went well with Frank Karenson. <laughs> yeah, but he got out. And he got out. Frank Karenson. But he married a Sue. Let's stick with Sue's. Hey, Lauren. Yeah, what? <laughs> Do you know any Sue's in the area? Or Captain well, Cloud? Are you friends with Captain Cloud? Uh, everybody knows Captain Cloud. I mean, everybody everybody knows Captain Cloud. <laughs> but look, uh, yeah, I, I've met some Sues. Okay, we have an annual mixer. It's Sues and Karens and Laurens and some Maggies too. You know, occasionally, occasionally a few Beths show up, but they always bring that uh, Jello with the marshmallows in it. It's disgusting. What <laughs> what kind of benefits do Maggies have? Yeah, maybe you should switch to Karen's. I hear they have really good benefits. I mean, really, the only thing with Maggie's is it's like it's like being a, a Karen or a Lauren, but you're a little more infantilized. So oh. I guess if you're like a real pervert, you might get off on that. But otherwise, there's nothing cool about it. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> Lauren the th- the third, fourth, fifth. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren the Lauren the fourth. Yeah, <laughs> Lauren the fourth. Okay. So we just need to go to a courtyard Marriott. Get our continental breakfast and talk to Morpheus, yeah, yeah. and then we'll be in Come the on. matrix. Come on, we're, we're gonna do we're gonna do a, a traditional walk and talk from that guy that does the shows. Let's go. W-G okay. Now, is, do, do, right, do, 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 so do. we're walking. Now we're in the courtyard, and we're in the courtyard. Okay. Uh-huh. Where's the reward? <laughs> so you you enter the courtyard and you see uh, two other people. One uh, who is a a short uh, gnome holding a a, a large purple staff. I uh, give her what I assume to be a traditional gnomish salute, oh, but it's you. highly offensive to every other culture. <laughs> and, I appreciate uh, and that. You, and you also see <laughs> a, a completely nude, blindfolded man. I help the blind man. <laughs> I give him the same gesture. Uh, hello, who's touching me? <laughs> I, I just heard we, get, uh, we go to Inspiration Point if I uh, help you. Uh, hi, I I Misky. Who I not inspiration. I not mm. give you points for 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 that kind of touch. But um uh yeah, are did you did you also ride a shiny train to uh to come help with the 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 cure mobile? No, listen. We rode basically coach the whole way. It was miserable. Hello, adventurers. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, You are the four who have arrived already. There are two who still I don't know where they are. I am Orpheus the Mouth. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, No, I I see that. I not see and I see you you are Orpheus the Mouth. I speak for High Administrator Cinnamon. And High Administrator Cinnamon, as you know, if you don't know already, (laughs) that would be quite silly, wouldn't it? But she is the, the great ruler 
of Luminera. Yeah. She makes sure that the trains and the airships and everything else arrive on time. She manages the clinic. She makes sure the Museum of Peace opens and has exhibits that are interesting to everyone. She sounds like a bureaucrat. Orphis, this was a, like a true vocation for you, huh? I have always been uh, known for my speaking. And, uh, and, and I was yes. so lucky that High Administrator Cinnamon said, Orpheus, you should join us. You should come and be the first person who everyone hears when they come to Luminera. <laughs> and you should make sure they hear you all the time. Unacceptable. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Orpheus, the mouth is, is basically going to gesture around this courtyard. And you, you begin to see... Uh, what lies around you Ooh. in the city of Luminera. Oh. Um, there's a lot of cords in the way. But you begin to see what lies around you in the city of Luminera. And this is where we will stop for now. Ooh. Does that say pleasure drome? It does. <laughs> it is a pleasure drome. I said dome earlier, but it's a drome. Yeah. Astrolabe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an astrolabe. That's a thing. Yeah, uh, I think... Uh... Captain Cloud uses some astrolabe. <laughs> Guardian Savage, I like that one. <clears throat> All right. Uh, and I, so... I love that the rich people live in Admin Palace. <laughs> <laughs> That's High Administrator Cinnamon's palace, obviously. So so this uh, this map is something that we we can see from from the main courtyard vantage point that we're currently in? This map is posted in the courtyard the way that you would see in a regular theme park, where awesome. you can see all you of are the here. different areas. When you go to the Marriott courtyard, the, courtyard. <laughs> the concierge, oh, yeah. make sure you know oh. where all the other attractions and, and are. And this, yeah. this map will be posted in all the appropriate places for our mini listener? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Guys, Abyssal Clinic only has a 45-minute wait. Let's go! <laughs> yeah, I, I did Fast number... Pass for a Dream Cavern. Are the number of dots equivalent to how long it takes to get places? They are not. They're just they're just to mark open pathways that exist. Mm. Real quick, does the mouth have some sort of like pendant or or brooch that indicates his status as mouth? Uh, yeah. Or so Orpheus, is, the mouth is is wearing a a red and purple like floor length robe, um, with very baggy sleeves, the way that like Stevie Nicks or a wizard might wear. Um, <laughs> And then he he is you wearing know. a very he is wearing a very large pendant that has an emerald in the center, and the emerald has in it uh, a couple of rubies that form uh, lips, sort of. They Ew. look they look like like Mick Jagger lips. Ew! Ew. <laughs> you made it worse. Hey um, Orpheus, can we give you some notes on your performance? Because my first note is the mouth. Why don't you just call yourself the greeter, the speaker, the introducer? The anything mouth? else anything <laughs> have have your em- Wait. The, the talker <laughs> have your employers given you <laughs> yeah, shit i can't do the voice now uh... <laughs> hear ye hear ye hello <laughs> do your employers often give you the opportunity to name yourself yeah instead of a raise that's the whole idea of giving people titles. They're well, meaningless. Well, then the joke's on me because I've never gotten a raise and this is the only title I'll ever get. But I'm happy to have it. Oh. Welcome to Luminera. We will wait until your friends arrive and I will tell you more. Okay, while we're waiting for friends and he's preoccupied talking to Flint, I'd like to try and pitpocket him. 
I go and meditate. Uh, you begin to attempt to pickpocket him, and two bear guards immediately grab both of your arms and hold you back. Yo, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> I got Coca-Cola. <laughs> I would like to count how many drink tickets I have left. You have 72 drink tickets. <laughs> and how many drink tickets do I have left? <laughs> you have 43 drink tickets. Okay, you heard it here first on... <laughs> Roll for blank. <laughs> First ten callers get all of them. Drink tickets in Toronto. Go Raptors, I guess. The drink tickets are only uh, redeemable on the Glass Mountain Zephyr, so they're same worthless with, now. Same with the Drake tickets. True. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. That's the end of episode one. Yay! Yay! <laughs> all right. Roll for Blank features performances by Greg Corbin, Zimmy Joe, Jason Ling, Shannon Page, Corey Palencia, Eric Palencia, Rex Roberts, and me, Nate Regolia. I also wrote this RPG campaign. Theme music features public domain samples by Dan Lucas, Level Clearer, and Northern 87 via Free Sounds. If you like RPGs too, support their makers and get rolling.